hunger for power became known to more and more people, the demands to do something about this outrageous man became louder and louder. I'm doing very well, thank you. Thank you. Good, good, good. We are at the inst- we are at the Instagram. We're at the Instagram. At the Instagram. On the Real Show FM and on Twitter, at the Real Show FM as well, and we're on Google, Apple, Spotify, and the Amazon podcasts for all of your podcast needs. I don't know why I'm adding necessary uh, or necessary verse to the uh, to the sentence it, it today. Gives it a new flow, you know. Yeah, we're at the Google, Apple, and Spotify yes. um, podcast. Anyway, get your podcast. We're there. You can listen to us. Today, slightly overdue, but I've finally got around to watching. This will be our review of the newest, one of the newer offerings by uh, M- by the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Marvel Disney. Mm. It is uh, Marvel Studios' Black Widow. Yes, yes, indeed. Now, we've talked about um, we've talked about Loki. We've talked about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Got it right that time. Yeah, uh, we'll probably talk about Shang Chi very soon. True. Um, we've got Marvel What Ifs. Have you been watching them? Uh, every now and then. Yeah, I might have to. I might have to binge that. Yep. Um, I might have to binge them, and and we'll pump out a review of. Well, we'll wait till the series is concluded, shall we? Yeah, exactly. We'll wait till the series is done, watch them all, and then then we'll give you our thoughts. But yes, this is Black Widow, uh, the the newest, um, much delayed film. <laughs> yes. Um, True. But the world premiere. The world premiere was on Ju- on June 29th, 2021, uh, in, in July 9th, 2021 for the United States, and uh, with a budget of $200 million, mm. did you know it was that much money, and a box office take of $378 million, yes. and est- an estimated $125 million went to Disney Plus sales. Yes. Because of course with the, cause of course with the uh, state of the... Uh, the state of the world, let's call it. We have um, two ways of watching films now. You can you can you know truck off to your local cinema and watch it that way, or you can have it in the comfort of your own home with streaming services such as Disney Plus. Exactly. And Disney Plus brought us this film nice and early, and it was available to watch for only the price of over here about twenty twenty quid. I think about twenty pounds, yeah. Which is what you used to watch it. Yes, um, we did. We used, yeah, we got it right on Disney Plus at home. Got some food. Got some snacks. Yep. Watched it on the not-so-big screen. Well, my experience was very much different. Okay. Uh, we didn't want to fork out £20 for this. And we thought, well, it's going to be a while, because it'll, it'll be like three months before it'll become free, right? Yeah, exactly. So we have to take another another route. So we were wondering, hmm, what do we do, what do we do, what do we do? And about a week later, we're, we're sitting down to... Right, imagine the scene, okay. right? In the house, sitting down to eat, you know, family around you. Enjoying whatever steak and steak and potatoes, right? Can you imagine it? Oh, you know, okay. Meat and potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not sweet potatoes. You're at the that, scene. But yeah, meat and potatoes. You're at the scene. You know, uh, I'm doing sort of motions with my hands. You can't see them. 
and across the table, um, my mum says to me quite dutifully, um, Murray, I was in Sainsbury's today. And I go, yes, yes, mum, well, you were, you often are every, on, on sometimes in the week. She goes, yeah. And I was in the DVD section and I saw Black Widow. I was huh. like, what? She was like, yeah, I was in the DVD section. I saw Black Widow. And I was like, no, Black Widow's still in the cinemas. You can't see the DVD. Are you sure it wasn't like Avengers or something? You know, yeah. I'm asking her because... You know, I'm just saying, you sure it wasn't like Avengers and you saw Black Widow on the cover? Or you sure it wasn't like Avengers 2 or Endgame or something like that, you know, right? Or like Infinity War or whatever, or Iron Man 2, or any of the Marvel from Black Widow. Exactly, yeah. Okay. But no, she goes, no, it was, it was Black Widow, it was, it was. It had her, her name on the title, I was like, oh, okay. She said it was, it was for 10 pounds, it was for 10 quid. I was like, oh. 10 pounds, that's, ch- that's 10 pounds, we could save 10 quid by buying this DVD effectively. Exactly. So... A week passes, mm-hmm. and I go, right, go, go to, back to Sainsbury's, Mum. I'll send her off, go to, buy that DVD, because <laughs> we're going to watch it. Okay. And I'm holding it in my hand right now. I might provide an image for you YouTube watchers to see uh, me holding it, but I'm holding the DVD copy at the minute. You can sort of, it's rattling. There we go. Um, and I am holding it. This is the actual DVD for the film. And now, I am puzzled why this has happened. Is it because people don't buy DVDs anymore? It's a possibility. Is it because it was some? It, it's it's official. This isn't a pirated copy. This is actually you know the names on the disc and all that, and and it's it's it looks relatively official to me. It looks very official. So I'm I was puzzled. I was very puzzled. It's like this was this this is like new. Why is this out so early? Is it because is, is it because people don't buy DVDs anymore? We should do an episode on this. On what DVDs? Yeah. And like the decline of DVD, that'd be interesting to be honest. The decline of of DVD video, you know, things. Because how? What, when was the last time you watched a bloody DVD? Oh, that's a good question. I see. Uh, Mr. Bean, I think. Mr. Bean, when was this? Ah, uh, that's a while ago, like over a year. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if you don't count video game discs, the last time I watched a watched a DVD was. Pff, I can't even think. I, yeah. I, I can't even think. It was probably on a holiday, uh, not you know, not when a, not when a cinema was available or a, or a or a streaming service. Let's call it. Exactly. And we've done an episode on streaming services. We did. We might have to do a do a part two, do a sort of a resurgence in them because you know more content's coming out by the day, so we may have to exactly if things have changed. Have a, yeah, we may have to do like a sequel episode to to streaming services, and we were early as well. That was like episode what seven? Yeah. And we're like now forty episodes ahead. It's the fact this actually might be episode forty-seven. Oh, I think this is episode forty-seven actually. Right, yeah, we are. We've got nearly forty episodes ago. Those are in my notes. It says, "Congratulations, Corey. Episode forty-seven. Now, eh? what a ride." Anyway, Black to Black Widow. Yes. We have um, we have the much awaited. This was film was much awaited, right? We thought we'd get it back in like around Avengers time. Yeah. You know. I mean, it, it took a while. Yeah, we never got it. <laughs> And because they laid the seat right in, in Avengers, or as we know it, you know, in the UK it was called Avengers Assemble. But in the Avengers, you know, 2012, yeah. um, we had uh, we had the sort of origin of um, Black Widow was sort of hinted at, like Hawkeye and Black Widow talk about Budapest, and Loki talks about Dracoff's daughter. And do you remember this? Little bits. I've not seen the first Avengers in ages. A long time. Okay, well, it's pretty much burned into my memory because every time it comes on the TV, we'd watch it. <laughs> but um, it's a good film. It's a good film. It, it, so, it is, to be fair. So, and I've got it on DVD as well. So there's another film on DVD. Nice. So, and um, that one used to like collect all the Marvel films on DVD. I don't think I've got the most recent ones, but um, I used to like collect them. It used to be, you know, used to be a little hobby. But anyway, we have. Um, her origins were sort of hinted at, so I thought, oh, right, a Black Widow film must be coming then, right? Mm. So, a Black Widow film must be coming. But Black Widow film never came. We had, you know, 2015, 2016, you know, Thor 2, Thor 3, uh, Iron Man 3, loads of these films, Avengers 2, Avengers 3, you know, Infinity War, Endgame, da-da-da. Endgame, spoilers, uh, Black Widow dies. Yeah, Yeah, she's not alive anymore. So I think, oh, we know that film's never coming then, is yeah, it? Yeah, she's gone. But no, we get a uh, we get uh, an Infinity War sort of prelude set after Civil War, mm. 
which is this film. And obviously, spoilers for Black Widow. If if you've gonna, you've, you've had a month, you've had like two months. Yeah, you've had plenty of time. Safe to say you've watched it. This review's just incredibly late. Yes. So, like the film was. Yes, and we get the origins of Black Widow from this film. Now it was into that again. It was into that in stuff like Agent Carter. You saw the Red Room, and there was a flashback in like Age of Ultron, or was there or something? Possibly. I, I, to to, to Black again, Widow's origin. It's been ages but, since I've seen that film. Yeah, and we ha- we and we now have the, the actual film realized here with all of the acting and all of the yes. effects and all of the action you could possibly want in a Black Widow film. But there are there there are good things. There are good things. There are there are, there are bad things, and we're going to run them down here. Mm. We're not gonna we're gonna try and sort of you know take a sort of loose approach as we do, and let's run through some of the cast first. Why don't we? Okay. Now who stood who's who's standing out for you in this film? Right. There's there's two. First off, uh, Red Guardian. Oh yeah. Fantastic. Right. Awesome. Good character. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Very awesome. Like that character. Yeah. Um, very good. Very funny. I think the other obvious one is um, is is uh, I can't pronounce her name. Yelena, Black Widow's sister. Y- y- Yelena. Because character wise, very good. Actor wise, also casting wise, fantastic casting. Very good choice. Oh yeah, I, I'm 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 in love with Florence. She's <laughs> great. Very good choice. Yeah. Fight. Have you seen? Uh, I imagine you've seen Fighting with My Family. Yes. Yep, amazing in that. Um, um, I will mid, say though, what was it called? Midsummer? Is that what it's called? Summer something? Midsummer. Midsummer, yeah, great in that as yep. well. Um, I mean, real rising, real rising star. Exactly. I will say though, other than them two and Black Widow, yeah, I couldn't really care much about don't, the others. Don't really mind. No. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. It's I say it's a Black Widow film. Yeah. And. We're more interested in the other characters than Black Widow. Yeah, I mean... Which I feel seems to be a trend. I ain't gonna lie. You could potentially... Obviously, you have to tweak the story story a little bit. But you could potentially take Black Widow out of this. Yeah. And... (laughs) Maybe it'd function without. Yeah. We could could have, you know, uh, this Black Widow where it's just Yelena Belova's film. Which we may actually end up getting. Yeah, possibly. Because of the credits to this. Possibly. I mean, I think that's going. It's going. It's going in a obvious direction, anyway. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course, we've got um, Florence Pugh, such a uh, D- David Harbour, who is yep. a Red Guardian, who does great in this. And fan- absolutely, he's really, he's really good. Um, he's one of those characters that are sort of put, like not a lot of people know no. Red Guardian from from the comics. Like he's a very he's a sort of obscure sort of Russian Captain America character, <laughs> yeah. not really given much. Um, one thing is one thing we do is uh, one thing they do do in this film is we get a lot of references to the sort of Russian side of heroes. But the one thing I like about Marvel is wherever you are in the world, there's like specific Marvel heroes. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, the American ones like you know Iron Man, Captain America, everyone knows that. But there's like when you go to Russia, you have like Red Guardian and like Crimson Dynamo, who's like like the Russian Iron Man. Yeah. Right. You get like where I I, I enjoy that. Not where, you know, you get DC where everybody's, a, you know, a Batman or a Superman. <laughs> in Marvel, you go to a different part of the world and you get like a, you know, there's like a Captain Britain, isn't there, as well? Yeah, uh, Captain Britain exists, who I believe, I could be wrong, I swear, his superpowers only last in, in, in Britain. I swear, like, really? if you, I swear, I swear there's a super, I could be wrong, I might have to Google this. If Captain Britain flies over the cliffs of Dover, as soon as he passes the cliffs of Dover, I swear he'll just fall. <laughs> We might have to be we might have citation needed. I might be we may wrong. Have to look that up. Um, but yeah, I know there's a Captain Britain. I know there's a character called Union Jack, who's like yes, sort of like British Batman or something like that. That's as best as I could describe him. Um, I like how all the UK ones are very obviously patriotic. <laughs> yeah, very of course, of course, very patriotic. Um, and uh, uh, what my what I mean is, everyone in the world in Marvel is like there's heroes for wherever you are in the world. And yeah. I appreciate that with Marvel. Um, so we have a Zed Red Guardian, and we have um, a couple of these, uh, a couple of new characters that are brought in. Uh, we've got the second Black Widow, Yelena Belova, Red Guardian. Uh, we've got 
the, there's a there's a Rachel Rachel Vice is in this as sort of an older Black Widow figure, who sort of is responsible for the training of the new Black Widows. She's uh, called Melina, if you can remember. Yes. And she was a former Black Widow who was like sort of a uh, mother figure to um, the Black Widow now, Natasha Romanoff and uh, Belova. So. Exactly. And then we have, our, we have our villains. We've got some of them. They're pretty much typical Marvel villains, you know. Not very memorable. No. no. Well, ta- okay, Taskmaster is cool, right? Uh, see, this is where we're going to disagree. I, right, no. Taskmaster from the comics, right? Yes. This is me going on Taskmaster from the comics. Yes. Okay? Taskmaster from the comics, uh, a guy that can... What, a guy that doesn't rely on technology, a guy that can just watch you, yeah. and is, is your ability is to watch you and immediately replicate your finding style, your powers. That's him, basically. That's Taskmaster. Exactly. And he's, he's, in the comics, he's, he's amazing. Fought the Avengers, fought Spider-Man, fought the X-Men, you know. He's... Comic Taskmaster is amazing. I feel like my my idea of comic Taskmaster influenced my opinion on, on this film's Taskmaster. Oh, the, 100%. The look, the look is dead on. Right? Yes. If you want, if you want a modern Taskmaster portrayal, that look is dead on, right? Skull face, skull mask face, you know, hood, armor. It look, uh, it looked. It doesn't have the cape, but that's okay because you know, capes aren't really practical. Um, exactly. No, no capes. capes. I'm, I'm glad that we both went to the same place. Did we both sat exactly the same <laughs> yeah. time? Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Um... <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So obviously he's got everything but that. He's got he's got the shield. He's got the sword. He's got the bow and arrow. He's got everything that Taskmaster uses, and he's got like Black Panther claws as well. They they're new. I like them. And he's got the agility. He's got everything. Um, and we're led to believe that Taskmaster's a guy, but da 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 da. Spoilers. It's actually um, Dracoff's daughter yes. who is supposedly uh, killed when Natasha destroys this building, trying to kill a uh, Dracoff, but it kills his daughter as well. Or instead, and and then we have um, and then we have she's just sort of turned into turned into Taskmaster using, using technology. She's like a cyborg, right? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, I that is one of the main. I think. But what's your problem? What's your problem with this film's Taskmaster? We right. Like, we've, we've both expressed joy for comic book Taskmaster. Yep. I mean, okay, but, right. So. Taskmaster, I'm familiar with roughly the comic version. Mm-hmm. Um, slash animated, he appeared in one of the old Spider-Man animated Disney Channel stuff. Um, that's where I knew him from first. Where like it was like Spider-Man, Iron Fist, uh, Luke Cage, uh, yeah, White Tiger. Fingers. Can't remember her name actually. Was it just White Tiger? I think it was White Tiger. Yeah. Um, all the all them lot, and then he was in that, and it was a similar thing. Um, and. I heard that Taskmaster was going to be on Black Widow, and I thought, cool, mm-hmm. because I've heard a couple of times, oh, Taskmaster's coming to the MCU, and he's one yeah. of the characters, like uh, like Iron Fist and like Moon Knight, who I wanted to see in the MCU, and uh, thankfully Iron Fist had his, Moon Knight's getting his own thing, and yeah. I thought, okay, Taskmaster, cool. Sword, shield, he can fight in hand-to-hand combat, he can learn your own fights, he's, he's a great enemy to have, because how do you defeat him? He knows what you're going to do. Yes. So, cool. The problem was... Taskmaster, uh, I was hoping to be the villain, the de facto villain in the film. Okay. Um, which wasn't really the case. It was more of a sub-villain. Mm-hmm. Um, which felt like to me, the whole point of Taskmaster was, right, we're going to have the Red Room, and we're going to have Black Widow look for this guy, and she don't know where he is. Yeah. But that's not fun, because she won't fight anyone, because she don't know where the guy is. Therefore, yeah. we need Taskmaster just as someone she can fight until she finds a guy. And that's it. Right. I thought Taskmaster was the main villain of this and, um, at first. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Taskmaster's being built up. Taskmaster's being built up as this as a big threat. Yep. He's a big enemy. Like, oh wow, like it's, it's you know really cool. Um, very impressed by initial appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, sort of, the more we learned, I was like, mm, yeah. I'm not sure about this anymore. I mean, it's... You would have thought Marvel would have learned from uh, the Mandarin and from Crossbones. Oh, no, it is Mandarin and Crossbones again, isn't it? Yes. 
It's like Crossbones comes in. It's like, oh, it's Crossbones. And he's not alive anymore. Dead. Yeah, that's it. He's done. He's finished. And Mandarin. Imagine, oh, who's this spooky Mandarin yeah. guy? Oh, it's Ben Kingsley. You know, uh, America. Are you ready for another? <laughs> You'll never see me coming. You know, it's like oh, it's, it's a Mandarin. He's really cool. He's got the rings and stuff. He's he's like some sort of terrorist leader. It's really amazing. Oh, is it? Oh, it's just Ben Kingsley in a in a in a in a you know, stupid beard. He's saying he's an actor and not yeah. actually the Mandarin. Thankfully, the Mandarin they've is real. Yeah. They've, they've kind of gone, okay, right, we can fix this, cool. That's a retcon. That's a massive yep. retcon. I mean, they, they can do that. The Hulk wasn't... It was a different person in the first film. Yeah, the Hulk's a different person. <laughs> well, the, there, was a, there was a short film. There was a short, like, Marvel one-shot, whatever they call it. Like, a short film about the actor, the guy, the actor who played Ben Kingsley, playing the actor who played the Mandarin in yeah. Iron Man 3, in prison. And at the end, he's, like, kidnapped by the real Mandarin's people or something. Yeah. Well, the real Mandarin's people exist. The Ten Rings, they, they're, like, real. So I guess Aldrich Killian didn't. They got the Bill of Iron Man 3. Aldrich Killian didn't invent the Mandarin. He just kind of took somebody else's thing. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's Part of me is still thinking, that, okay, the Taskmaster could come back as an actual... I actually thought the Taskmaster was a robot when there were... I was like, oh, what if it's, like, not actually a person? Because, you know, they were plugging something into the back of his head or yes. whatever. And he was watching it on the screen, and it was like you see like the you see like the UI in his yeah. head. And I was like, oh, I bet he's gonna. When he was doing that old mask takeoff thing, you know, uh, Ray Winston's there, and he's like, I'm gonna take off the Taskmaster's mask. You're gonna see who he is, uh-huh. you know. And I'm not gonna try the accent because <laughs> Ray Winston doesn't try it either. But um, he's like, I'm gonna take off the. You're gonna you're gonna see who he really is. And then he presses the button. I thought, right, it's gonna be a robot face, isn't it? Yeah. No, it was just it's just his, his daughter. And I was like, oh, it's it's. You know what? I I felt like right. So first off, <laughs> when that happened, mm-hmm. um, I didn't fully know it's this, but I've I've gone back and seen pictures and stuff. When that unmasking thing happens, it's very obvious that that's not her body. That's a stunt double's body with her head in it. Bec- it look, if you look back, look back at the, at the whole mass reveal thing because the, the first off, the stunt double for this is is a man. Right. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know if it is Captain America's stunt double or not, but it's the stunt doubles in this film. I think there's multiple ones. The one I keep seeing is a guy because there's a lot of different fighting styles of any multiple stunt doubles. And also, if it's yes. a stunt double as a guy, for most of the film it's a stunt double, so it therefore it looks like a guy and you're tricked when it's not a guy. It looks like when the mask is revealed, because you're seeing a body, which is probably with a guy in a suit, and then we take the mask off and it's her body and she's obviously a bit more thinner than the guy is. It looks a bit weird. Um, okay, there's a bit of a disconnect there, is there? The other problem is, is that the fact that the daughter is still alive, granted it's a uh, robot version, the suit might be keeping her alive. It does make Black Widow's whole thing of I accidentally killed his daughter a little bit less effective because she's alive still. And it's a bit like, yeah. well, they kind of they make up at the end. It's like that's not that's not what you want. You want her daughter to be dead at the start, and that's has more of an effect on the character. Um, I um, hate when stuff does that. Oh, we're going to bring him back. I hate that. Also, if if you know who Olga Kurilenko is, mm-hmm. which most people do, I mean, have you seen Quantum of Solace? Yes. Yeah, that was that was her. Yeah, she's a great act, great actress. Fantastic great actress, actor. Great actress. Very, you know, great actress. Um, very recognisable voice. Yes. You'd say. But no, they don't have her speak in this. No, she has like two lines at the end. Does she? <laughs> I think she talks... she doesn't say a word. I think she talks at the end... Uh, I say lines. I think it's a couple of words when she's not on, uh, under control anymore. No, I... Oh. oh, no, she does, doesn't she? Yeah. She asks, she asks uh, Black Widow a couple of stuff, doesn't she? Yeah, and then, and then that's it. But she's mostly mute yeah. in the film. Like, pff, that's... You could have, like, you could have, like, garbled her voice or something... You could have had a, like, you know... Well, this is the thing, a, right? Because also... Fire, that would have been cool. Also, with the Taskmaster, he's got a very unique, deep, like, male voice. Yeah, And if yeah. it's a suit, just have it where the voice is different. Yeah, just have it where the... Do what the Flash does. Yeah. So, I, I mean... This is, like, this... Right, okay, this will be a long point. Okay. But... In the Flash, right, season two, yeah. season two villain, Zoom, um, he was uh, voiced by uh, Tony Todd, you know, Candyman. Mm-hmm. Very deep powerful voice like you know i'm gonna get you the flash yeah you know really really um really powerful voice but then we took the mask off he was just he was just some dude yeah obviously you knew who he was but um you use that voice to sort of make it like oh his voice changes because 
you don't see this evil speedster. Yeah, exactly. Know? My point is, you could have had a different person doing the Taskmaster voice, perhaps, but then when you take off the mask, and it is Olga Kurilenko, yep. you could have her talking. Yes. Just normally. I um, mean, it's... For me, the, the problem with film is, is one, Taskmaster. I also say, mm. I don't mind if you're gender-swapping a character. It no, doesn't no. bother me. Because it's the you know, same with Kingpin. Kingpin changes skin colour, fine, cool, whatever. It's it, if, As long as they stay true to the story of the character and the overall kind of merits. Taskmaster, the whole point is, he's it's skill. It's not a, a robot thing, it's skill. And that's why also, he teaches yeah. people. He has his own academy. He teaches um, US Agent. <laughs> yes. Which I thought, that might be a great way to bring in Taskmaster, considering US Agent is now just becoming a thing. Yeah, US Agent is literally at the end of Falcon Winter Soldier. So maybe we'll be like, oh, he was around in the past, and now he's going to pop up, pop up in the future with Yelena and US Agent, and then he's going to come back. Yeah, with new. T- yeah, you well, know. I guess our only hope now is to have just another person be Taskmaster. To have the actual. Some people are saying that maybe Taskmaster was around, and that's when this guy saw Taskmaster, and when I can do that, I'll make a robot yeah. version, mm-hmm. which is uh, way around it, I guess. But I guess, although. But like someone else will like have take up the sort of mantle. Yeah. Perhaps who um, actually do it. I will say though also, what was your opinion on the whole thing of Black Widow can't hit me because I she needs to break her nose first. <laughs> or that whole. Uh, why didn't Jessica Jones ever do that when she was fighting Kilroy? <laughs> I, I, I hate it. I hated that whole thing. Did you? Because yeah, because I I was sat there going, right. She's found the guy. It was Kilgrave from, from Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah. You understand that? It was, that was David Tennant's power as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that's, uh, that's... You, you have to br- smell me, and then my smell powers will prevent you from attacking me. Yeah. But with Kilgrave, it was like, you smell me, and you, like, do whatever I say. Yeah. I mean, that's... You know, pick up that coffee and throw it in your face kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. My, my other issue was, was okay, right, she's found this guy. I'm thinking, okay, maybe it's going to be a case of, like, you can't hit me, because if you hit me, I'm going to have them do something to your parents who are in the building and are captured or something. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, maybe Elena, like, well, at the start, when she's, like, being, like, nearly getting, like, surgery done, I thought, okay, because if you attack me, yeah. I've got, like, something like a sensor, but if I get hit, it will send a signal to them and they're going to do something. And it's a, it's a mental dilemma of I can't hit him because of my sister. Rather yeah. than, I can't hit him because I need to break a blood vessel first and just headbutt a table. Yeah, <laughs> headbutt that table, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. I was like, okay, that's a bit of a weird way around it. It was fine, but I just wanted a bit more oomph, you know? It felt a bit like, oh, she's trying to find this guy, she's trying to find a red room, she's sacrificed so much, and then that's just how it ends. Well, at least there wasn't a skybeam in this one, I've got to say. True. There's no blue beam in the sky. There was a floating fortress, though. We do get a lot of them in Marvel films. True. That is a very good point. You know, helicarriers. Very good point. And, and in Captain America 2, you have more heli- you have more helicarriers. Yeah. And I have floating, floating helicarrier-esque fortress. I mean, the other issue with this film is, is that literally they could have posted the ending, like the end credit scene, and not posted the film, and it would have been fine because the film. Literally, all the film seems like is here's a load of backstory of Yelena so that this one end scene makes sense so that when she appears again, it makes sense. When she appears in Hawkeye, spoilers, <laughs> yes. that it makes sense. Yeah. And 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 we have, oh, what's the name? Contessa, is that the character's name? I think so, yeah. Contessa, we get the end of there and we get the end of Falcon and Soldier. I'd yes. pop for that. I'd pop for... I liked it. I thought, okay, that's Contessa cool. Up, like, yeah, but that's like the first DV character who started in... Yeah. Television who's come down to come into film. I'm like, I I, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with Yelena and US Agent or all kind of like bringing people in and obviously. It's like you... Avengers 2, right? That's yeah. what Contessa is like a Nick Fury character. Yeah, and obviously it's like, okay, so we've got a Black Widow character, we've got a Captain America character. At some point, mm. you, there'll be other people that kind of come in and come out of it. And... Aren't we getting like a like a Iron. I know it's not called Iron Wars, but it's like like loads of Iron Man film. Yes. Question. I think, like mark? War Machine's going to be in it. It's like a, like kind of like a War Machine film, but it's called like Heart of Iron or something, isn't it? I do feel it's really about... bad, but like everyone in the Avengers has a solo film. Granted, Hawks is awful. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then Hawkeye's getting a TV series. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I like Hawkeye. No one else does. I do. Where's the Hawkeye film? I think it's great. Yeah. But no, I mean... Get a Hawkeye film. Get on that. <laughs> I f- to be fair, they could easily do that because it, it, Hawkeye's a similar, kind of a similar thing to Black Widow was anyway. You need to just go into the past and what he was doing. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like to do more stuff when it was like Ronin and stuff. We just also saw none of that. We just saw him in a suit once, and that was it. Mm. Um, but no, I mean, this film just felt a bit more filler. It's like right, we need to bring this character in to make sense when she appears with U.S. Agent. So we'll make a Black Widow film and put her in it, so people know who she is. It feels a bit filler. I mean, Marvel, right? Okay, Marvel films, how they do them, they're very sort of. They're they're very middle of the road, very cohesive. They'll often set up something else like an Avengers two or an Avengers three. You know, they're they I don't want to say that that you know the market is becoming saturated, but the Marvel film formula has been done very heavily. Yes, very heavily. So it's. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't know. I, just, I feel like a little bit like this is a bit. Uh, it's a bit pointless. It's not. It's a Black Widow film, but I don't feel like she's the point of the film. Mm. Which is a bit like you. You have a character that you could have maybe explored a bit differently. Have a family in it, fine. But I'm also a bit like, well, Red Garden's yeah. probably not going to turn up. Mm. You know, um, her mum's probably not right, going to okay. turn up. Here's what they should have done. Right, here's what they should have done. Right. Yeah. They should have put the end credit scene of this film mm-hmm. at the start. Yes. Right, and then you don't see it as Black Widow's film. You see it as Yelena Belova's Black Widow's film. Yes, and immediately you aren't thrust with that. Oh, we have to, you know, take her up to Infinity War because da da da. You don't have to include all of that. Mm-hmm. This is how she got the vest. You don't have to include all of that. Yeah, you just have to take it from that last scene. Yes, right? maybe there's some re-editing that can be done here and there. But if you took it from there, if you took it from this isn't this isn't Natasha Romanoff's film. This is Yelena Belova's film, The New Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Then I feel like people may have been. I feel like it may have had. It may have seen better success in that way. Um, I think you're forgetting the best character in this film, Corey. Oh God. The best character. In this Don't. Film. It's gonna be someone dumb. No, oh, no, it's not gonna be someone dumb. Okay. I was initially about to pick you out and say that pig who who, who died. <laughs> yeah. The pig. They walk in. They walk in. She's like, "Ah, oh, I'm training. I'm training these pigs to 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 fall over and to die and to stop breathing. Yeah. Oh, stop breathing, pig." And the pig goes eh, and dies. <laughs> and that, and that's the noise exactly it made. And 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 she's to prove the point that they can control free will through these yeah. like. So through these sort of um, through these ch- not chips or whatever they're using through like the smells or something. Yeah. And. And Ray Winston's whole plan is to recruit a massive army of Black Widows, even though he's already got like two massive armies of Black Widows. <laughs> yeah. And it's like I'm, I'm gonna make all these Black Widows. I'm gonna use them all, and I'm gonna take over the world with my army of Black Widows. I'm gonna be. I'm then. You're never gonna see me. I'm gonna be in the background, and all these Black Widows are gonna be out going out killing people, right? Yeah. Right in it, they're all gonna be going round. I'm gonna be taking them down. I'm gonna be doing. I'm going to be ruling the world, my army of Black Widows, right? Mm. Right? In it? No, that's... <laughs> Oi, bruv. Oi, bruv. Listen, I've got these Black Widows, right? <laughs> he doesn't even try to hide it. No, he doesn't. He doesn't even... The Russian act... Right, I swear to you. There's a, the scene in the office when when, when, when Drekov's explaining his old plan. Yeah. He, he just drops the accent entirely. Yeah. He just sounds like Ray Winston talking. Yeah. But to be fair, right, to be fair, what they could have done is... Just not had him do it. Yeah. Because you, you, you hire Ray Winston, you don't get him for his you don't get him for his accents, do you? I mean, just you know, this is this is um, you know, have you ever watched Sexy Beast? Yes, briefly. You know Ben Kingsley, yeah. Ian, uh, Ian McShane, uh-huh. and and Ray Winston. And Ray Winston's great in it. You know, if he had taken that sort of you know sort of mobster mobster style of the could have been taken from that and put that into Drekov, that would have worked great. I would have believed that, you know, Russian generals probably are mobsters in some way. Yeah, I mean, and, it's... 
you could have had that thing instead of going around, going around with this fake sort of, uh, <laughs> Russian accent. And he's like, ah, oh, yes, I'm, go- I'm going to create this, the army of the Black Widow. It sounds fake. Just don't do it, mate. Come on. Yeah. I'd do better than that. Exactly. But what I'm talking about is, mm-hmm. we're forgetting one character from this film, okay? Okay. Um, Enlighten me. Rick, Rick Mason. Do you even know who Rick Mason is? They never say his name. Uh, no. It's it's the guy that gives that gives um that gives Natasha stuff. Oh, the guy that gives her the trailer and gives her the yeah. I didn't know. Oh, him, the guy who's like, oh, I need I need a jet, and he gets sort of yeah, def- um, yeah. The British guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't even know his name was what was either. I forgot honest. about him. Yeah, I think most people did. He's just a man, isn't he? Yeah, because she's like, oh, I need a, I need, I need a plane. And he gets like a, a really a bad helicopter. Exactly. And, and then when the helicopter crashes, and the helicopter crashes, Red Guardian's like, you should have brought it, you should have got a plane. <laughs> to be fair, at the end, she gets a pretty decent one. She does get a pretty, she gets the <laughs> Quinjet from, um, she gets the Quinjet from Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. Which is what this film is supposed to sort of lead into. Yes. Because, you know, at the end, Black Widow's got a blonde job and wearing a vest. Yeah, I love the fact that like we need to explain why she got now she just got a different piece of clothes, isn't it? Explain where she got what? Explain where she got hmm the vest. <laughs> she's That's it. You know, she's bored. It's like the Han Solo film. Explain where Han Solo got his gun. Explain where Han Solo got his jacket. Yeah, so no, she was bored and she wanted a haircut. You know, you don't explain why Chris Evans or, or Hemsworth have got haircuts and now have beards and now we don't have beards again. <laughs> It's just yeah. obvious. What I want to see is a Captain America <laughs> film, right? That is that's in between Civil War and <laughs> in between Civil War and and Infinity War, right? And throughout the entire film, he's he's got a friend with him, and his friend's got a beard. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the film, he rips the beard off like it's like fake, and he goes, "Here, take my beard, Captain America." <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Evans is like, "Thank you." I will take. I will take it. And he puts it on. He puts it on. Uh, and that's why he's got the beard in Infinity War. Oh, I'm crying. No. Um, but we also we also get General Ross in this film. We do. General Ross, um, which is nice. I thought you had Red Hulk. Yeah, it is. I think isn't he going to be in like the? I was going to say She Hulk. There's a She Hulk show. There now. is. There is a She Hulk thing coming out, which I, th- I think he is in. I don't know if it's one of the cases yeah, I where like. He, I think he's. I think I've heard it. He's in that. I don't know if it's one of those cases where it's like, oh, like Kang, where it's like, they're, they're not in the film, but they probably will be. Or like the Andrew Garfield and that sort of stuff. Where it's like, we're not in No Way Home, but it's like, you probably are. But, okay, well, is it too bad that I want to see Red Hulk? I want to see Red Hulk. I feel like William Hurt could do it. He's not got to do the, you know, all the CG stuff, but he can just... I mean, we're not going to see much more of Hulk, to be honest, so... No, no. We're getting Abomination back. Yeah, we are. Well, we're getting, we we're have. getting Eric. Um, <laughs> we're getting uh, Emil Blonsky. I forget what the actor's called. Is it? Is it? I, I, I obviously, yeah, Sangshi's. That's where Abomination yeah. was. One, it, it was in Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. He's in Shang-Chi, yeah. isn't he? He's in the trailer. Um, um, <laughs> obviously, I've not seen it yet. Obviously, it's out. But when I saw the trailer, and like when I saw little little bits of Abomination, I, I love that. I thought. I was very happy Abomination, about. yeah, he's fighting like Wong. He's fighting Wong. I ain't gonna lie. He gets some Abomination. I, he's gonna be in the Hulk show as well. I saw that. I saw Wong on Abomination and immediately all I could think of in my head was just, Bonesaw is ready. And it's like, yeah, Wong's not supposed to be there. Cage! <laughs> so I've got you for three minutes. I was like... Three minutes of break time. I was like, Wong is not supposed to be there. We need... We need um, we need to do the Raimi Spider-Man film. When can yeah, we, we do, do. that? Uh, anytime. I love them. I've got them on VHS. Nice, <laughs> nice. But to give Black Widow a rating... <laughs> yes. May we? I'll we let can. you go first. Give me some reasoning and give me your rating. Okay. You may have differing opinion, but... Yes. but... So, I don't think the film is inherently bad. I also don't think the film is inherently great. I think it's a little bit middle of the road. It also could hinge on whatever Yelena does in the future, because maybe it'll be really good backstory-wise for her. Maybe maybe it becomes one of the films where like 
she becomes a main integral character and you go, oh, if you want to learn more about her, go watch the Black Widow film. So maybe in the future it, it becomes a bit better. And so I'm going to give it round about the six mark. It's, it's, I thought you'd, I thought it'd be worse. I was thinking five or five and a half. Yeah, I thought you'd give it something like a four. So six, I'm willing to take a six. I was go six. It's middle of the road, just above I'll average give film. It, to compensate, I'll give it. Oh, I was going to give it an eight, but I put eight too high a praise. Mm. No, I'm gonna. St- oh, I want to stick to my guns and and say eight, but I feel like it's not. I feel like things I've given eight, I feel like I'm much better than this. You see, that's always my problem. I'm like, what? I thought, but I'm putting this on the same level with this other film, which is way better, but I always kind of yeah. go, now it's fine. <laughs> Can I give it a seven? I'll give it a seven point... I don't... We're not supposed to do point... point yeah, well, I know, but we have plenty of times. Right, 7.9 <laughs> I'm going to give it. If it was that much better, maybe if it, if it had focused a bit more on Yelena, or yeah. if it had done Taskmaster in a better way... I would be I'd be giving it the eight, but I'll give it a seven point nine. It hasn't earned that eight for me. That makes sense. That so, makes sense. Seven point nine it is, and we've uh, I think we've rambled on fairly enough um, yep. about this film. I think that's 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 enough to constitute some half thoughts basically. Exactly. Um, I thought it was a, as a Marvel right as a Marvel film. Yep. It's not the best, but it's up there as a film. Pff, yeah, exactly. Didn't it's... see much really. Right, but. The Weekly Wreck yes. this week comes from Corey. It does. And it is, as such, take it away, please. Well, um, I was a little bit kind of thinking, what would I give for a Weekly Wreck? Um, I had a couple of ideas. I was going to go over the last film I saw in the cinema, because you mentioned what's the last film I saw on DVD. Um, I was then going to weirdly go on a long tangent about Benedict Cumberbatch and his production company and a film that they're very, well... I say a film they're making, a film they bought the rights for. And then we start talking about, about Bonesaw, so I might just recommend the first Spider-Man film. <laughs> oh, it's come full circle. <laughs> because I love that movie so much. Yeah. Because, say also, because if, we don't know, but if, if you know, the two first Spider-Men are in the new Spider-Man film, you need to know they're Peter Parker, because it's going to yeah. jump in. From from when they're around. I mean, we know Doc Ock's in it, you know. We do, we do. And it's rumoured that maybe we're going to get a Green Goblin and, and stuff like that. There's a Goblin bomb. Exactly. Goblin bomb. And so, you need to know the characters and where they come from. Plus, Macho Man's in it. <laughs> Macho Man, Randy Savage. But don't watch it just for Macho Man, Randy Savage. No. I mean... Because he only appears in it for three minutes, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're three minutes of playtime. Exactly. Um, I, I love that scene in that film. But it's, it's generally, you know what... Um, I I watched it. I used to watch it when I was growing up a little bit, quite a bit, and it's it's just fun. It's just fun. Um, but maybe they're not as good as as the newer ones. I guess it depends on your opinion. But they're fun. They're nice. Um, I mean, as far as Spider-Man films go, I like I like them. I, I like the first ones. The um, <laughs> I recommend specifically the first one with Bonesaw. Um, but as yeah. far as the other Spider-Man film goes, like the amazing Spider-Man films are a bit with like Venom and uh, Electro was great as a character, but that film itself was awful. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I watched that in cinemas, which I didn't, because um, apparently Electro's coming back. Ele- yeah, and Jamie it's Fox it's the same guy. Um, who? who, who? Uh, Jamie Fox. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Which is great. I think they're doing a whole Sinister Six kind of thing. Yeah, which is great, because I, 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 Electro was the one saving grace in that movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to recommend the, uh, the first... Which is just, is it just called Spider-Man? I can't remember what it's called. It's just called Spider-Man. I, I think, think it is, because in the Amazing Spider-Man the second ones, and now it's just Spider-Man something home. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm recommending Spider-Man. Nice. And and, you're, and give it a real, give it a real rating? I'm going to give it an 8. Like, okay, oh, pff, wow, earns the earns the eight, earns the eight. Yeah, solid eight. Um, we, I think, and also down the line, I think past October. Yep. Um, why don't we? Why don't we actually go go for the the Raimi Spider Man? We can do it. I mean, it gives people time to watch them. Yeah, November time. Yeah, why don't we go for the Raimi Spider Man? Why not? I say why not. Yeah, Dare like I a, say why not? Sounds like a good plan. 
October, though. October is going to be real show spooky season. Very spooky season. Bit of a tea spooky season. We're going to go. We're going to look at some uh, uh, Halloween specials. There's a there's a there's a predictably there's a Lego Star Wars Halloween special <laughs> coming out. Um, there's a there's a sort of a interactive Halloween special on Netflix. Yeah. Which we're going to review October fifth. We love a little bit of interactive interactive mediums, yeah, don't we? It will be a new day. Yes, it will be. <laughs> um, but but we have I mean, a whole month of spooky stuff planned. We may look at some uh, look at some fa- our favorite horror monsters. Yeah, you know, uh, Halloween monsters. Because October, it's not only is it my birth month, it's also spooky month. Yes, so exactly. We're gonna have a spooky real show season, and we wish you all the best. So. Coming out from uh, Maureen and Corey at The Real Show. It's a goodbye from me, goodbye, and a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye. A long, long time ago I can still remember How that music used to make me smile And I knew if I had my chance That I could make those people dance And maybe they'd be happy for a while But February made me shiver With every paper I'd deliver Bad news on the doorstep I couldn't take one more step I can't remember if I cried When I read about his widowed bride But something touched me deep inside the day The music died So bye-bye, Miss American Pie Drove my Chevy to the levee But the levee was dry And them good old boys Were drinking whiskey and rye Singing this'll be the day that I die This'll be the day that I Did you write the book of love and do you have faith in God above? If the Bible tells you so, do you believe in rock and roll? Can music save your mortal soul? And can you teach me how to dance real slow? day that I die. Now for ten years we've been on our own and moss grows fat on a rolling stone, but that's not how it used to be. When the jester sang for the king and queen in a coat he borrowed from James Dean and a voice that came King was looking down the justice stole his thorny crown the courtroom was adjourned